재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 If you're currently engaged, it's probably come to your intention that we're rapidly approaching wedding season. Couples all over the country are busy booking venues, photographers, and visiting wedding fairs. But just how did Korea arrive at the current condition of matrimony ceremonies and the accompanying expense? To help us explore that question and look at the ins and outs of getting hitched here in Korea, we have two guests with us. Hyung Yoon is a wedding planner from the Korea Wedding and Party Planner Association. And we have a young lady who is going to be getting married this summer, Kalama Koholo. Welcome to you both. Thank you. Hello. Great to have you here. Kalama Koholo, that sounds a bit Hawaiian to me. Is that where you're from? Yes, it is. Oh, wow. So wait a second. Let me get this straight. You are from the paradise of Hawaii, but you're planning to get married in Korea. Um, yes, I've lived in Korea for about four years now. So getting married in Hawaii never really been my dream. Yeah, <laughs> I guess if you if you grow up in paradise, then you know you're you kind of take it for granted, don't yeah. you? Yeah. So you're married. You're getting married, obviously, to a Korean. Yes. And uh, what kind of uh, have you received the briefing from uh, wedding planners or the family? What to expect? Is it going to be traditional? It is going to be actually a church wedding because his father is a pastor. Mm. So we will do it at his church and there will be payback, the traditional Korean wedding also. Mm-hmm. So we will have both weddings in one day. Both at once. So you're going to go through a costume change and uh, switch yes. from your wedding dress to a hanbok and all of that stuff. Yes. What, uh, what kind of things have you been told to expect that you didn't perhaps know about specifically in the context of the wedding ceremony? The wedding ceremony in general, I didn't realize the amount of things that traditionally Koreans want to do. Mm. So for me, the mass amount of guests to invite during the wedding is a little bit scary for me. Yeah. It's like I did not expect to have over a thousand people at my wedding. Oh my God, really? Yes. <laughs> That's enormous. Yeah. Hey, Yong, is that the a typical size for wedding as in terms wow. of the weddings you plan? Not really. The usually people are inviting about two hundred. Two hundred people. Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds manageable. Yeah. When people come to you uh, for help in planning their wedding, what are the things that they're most concerned or nervous about? Actually, what's uh, she exactly uh, pain t- painstaking with? Uh, they are really hard time with their mother-in-law, especially <laughs> yep. for bride. Does the mother-in-law have really high expectations of what the wedding itself should yeah, be? Yeah, kind or? of. And in Korea, they have marriage marriage gifts for mother-in-law and mother and every family from the uh, grooms. So that's why many brides are really um, have trouble with. Hey, Young, just so for people who might not know the full process, and Kalama, we'll see if this jibes with what you went through. Walk us through the, the process of getting married in Korea. I mean, who do you ask? Let's say the, you, we, we assume the man is asking the woman to get married, usually. Uh, is the man asking the woman first, or is the man asking the parents first, or what's the very first step? Actually, it sounds like it's reasonable that men ask women, but woman in first. Korea... <laughs> 
It's not really. Ah. They first ask woman's family, and then they propose to their own lady. Aha. Is the woman in the room when the man asks the family? Yeah. Family first. The man go to the woman's house or they meet in the other's restaurant, and they eat lunch or dinner. And And there's sort of a common understanding among them that, hey, this is a pretty serious conversation about to take place. So far, does that jibe with uh, how it went for you, Kalama? What was the uh, proposal process? Yeah, I'm still waiting on that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wait a minute. You're planning a wedding, but you're waiting for a proposal? Yeah, actually in Korea, it's very common (laughs) to plan your wedding before actually getting engaged. Help me understand how that works. I have no idea either. As a a foreigner, I mean, it is your idea that getting engaged is something you want to be surprised with. Of course. That's how I understand it as as a Western. And I've I've tripped and fallen on my face a couple of times with that in the past. But uh, so how do you plan a wedding and not acknowledge the fact that you're engaged, Hale? Actually, when they came to me, they already met their family, each other. Okay. So there's this understanding, there's this vibe in yes. the air, yeah. and so therefore, let's book the hall, let's do this, uh, you know, make the budget, let's uh, put together the guest list, mm-hmm. and the proposal, eh, that'll come later. Yeah. What what are you expecting in by way of a proposal? Do you, is it going to come, or is it just implicit? No, it's coming. He keeps saying, oh, don't, don't worry, it will come, but I, I think he wants to surprise me, but since it's getting closer and closer to our date, it's a little less of a surprise. Okay, so step one. The family and the bride and groom get together. They have a real serious conversation. It may or may not be explicit that they are uh, engaged at that point, but they will start the logistics of planning. What's the next step, Heyong? Uh, I guess it's finding a venue, right? Venue. Deciding on whether you're going to do one of these wedding halls or you're going to do a church or you're going to do outdoors. Yeah. What do, what do people tend to prefer nowadays? Uh, they prefer wedding hall, I think. Wedding hall is yeah. kind of one-stop shopping, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, right. All, everything's kind of included. Yeah. The meal, the, the wedding space, the photo space. Uh, and you basically are turning your life over to um, one central planner that's going to set you yeah, up. Yeah, right. And so you, as a wedding planner, you liaise with different wedding halls, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a trend, according to the media at least, of more simple weddings. A little bit less expense, maybe a few, fewer frills and things like that. Are simpler weddings starting to catch on? What, how your, yours is a thousand-person wedding, Kalama. Yeah. Um, my that's ideal not a wedding, wedding. Yeah, it's like my ideal wedding is probably about twenty people. Twenty. So yeah. from twenty people to a thousand is a vast difference. That is a huge difference. Yeah. But I, I do agree. You said I'd like twenty people, and the family just said, "Yeah, whatever. Let's." Yeah, uh, <laughs> pretty much. They're like, "Oh, it's okay. You can have a Western later." You okay. Know? So. Uh, that's that's fine. A, a thousand people. Uh. Has anybody come to you, <laughs> Heyong, and said, "Listen, let's keep it simple. I want a, a small, simple wedding." Do you do that kind of thing? Yeah, uh, I had w- only one couple, mm-hmm. and she aged a little high. So. Uh-huh. Her age is a, she's a little bit older. Yeah, doesn't want to make a big, huge pageant so, out of it. Yeah, right. So she invited only her close family and close friends. So guest was only. 30 people. Only 30 people. Yeah. That sounds kind of reasonable. Yeah. 30 people, uh, you know, 50 maybe, that's kind of where it tops out. A thousand, that sounds to me like... uh, a, a street demonstration. <laughs> I don't mean to. I don't mean no, to speak lightly of your wedding, okay. but that's uh, yeah, that's a major, major gathering. How are you factoring food, uh, Kala? How are you feeding all those people? Um, actually, most churches they do have 
you know, catering services that they use normally. Okay. And so the catering service that his church uses normally, you know, you have to pay for a set amount of people. When you pay for the set amount of people, it's if it goes over, they have a few, about 200 that they can feed more or you have to pay extra. Okay. But if it's under, then that doesn't matter. You paid for it already. The vast majority of people at your wedding will be Koreans, correct? Um, yes. About probably one-fifth is foreign. Okay. But the rest... So Korean food rules the day, basically. Yeah, buffet-style Korean. Buffet-style Korean food. Hey, Young, are people, are couples very competitive about weddings? Do they want to show off? Do they want to show it off like social status? Look at how big my wedding is. Or look at how yeah. fancy my wedding is. I think most of... Korean really like to show up their wedding, yeah. Uh, especially when he and she are more have a little more wealth. Yeah, wealth, and especially their parents uh-huh. have are high status. Yeah, so somebody. they are usually doing their uh, getting married at hotel, mm. which is about three times expensive than normal one. I can believe yeah. that. Yeah, so uh, I, there there is a certain, if you wanted to be a, a real clever marketer, you could say, oh, well, this other famous couple did this, perhaps, yeah. you know, I can suggest, yeah, you know, upgrades exactly. yeah. for you. Very interesting. Um, do, do people ever opt out of the traditional wedding and just kind of do things like civil ceremonies here or just kind of sign the paper and it's done? You mean traditional Korean wedding? Not even, not even traditional Korean wedding. Just uh, oh. go for the very basic bare bones. Let's go to Shitong, sign ah. the paper, and then fine, we're married, and we'll worry about the details later. Did yes. you guys consider that? No way. Um, right. Actually, for <laughs> us, especially, I, I learned that a lot of Koreans sign their paperwork before they even get married as ceremony. So most do it maybe months in advance. Yeah, and I then have, the ceremony is just the icing yeah. on the cake, isn't the it? The ceremony is they just plan it later. Yeah. Hey, what are are there any new trends in your job or in weddings? Uh, something that might be different about weddings today that maybe ten years ago or five years ago wasn't mm-hmm. wasn't true. Something with food or with the way people go about it. I would think a lot of couples probably do the dual thing the way Kalama is doing it, you know, Western style and Western also style. traditional Korean style. Do, do Korean couples kind of double head their wedding like that? Most of Korean doesn't do the traditional one. They've gotten away from traditional ones. Mm. Yeah, because most brides have kind of uh, fond of Western uh, wedding gown. Okay. Yeah, so. And walking down the aisle. Yeah, right. That. They like. The white yeah. dress, which is really look fancy, uh-huh. but I think most of bride and women in Korea doesn't like that much in their traditional clothes, hanbok. So that's why most people do it in Western style. And I was the one couple who made a traditional uh, Korean wedding, and they were they were doing international marriage and that's why they prefer the, it's interesting yeah. you know i i've seen some uh, western friends as grooms in weddings yeah. and uh the chance is higher that they'll do a traditional right, right. wedding then because right. I, I think the westerner is fascinated with the traditional yeah, the right. wedding aspect whereas um you know you can wear hanbok on chuseok and on Sollal and all of these other occasions but you only get to wear a wedding dress one time for one yeah. occasion right kalama what's the most um daunting aspect about 
getting married in Korea so far? I think just finding a venue and planning. Really? So I logistics. Think, yeah, I Same thing it's as the anywhere same else. Western society. It's, yeah. And then you also, like she said earlier, the gifts for family. The gifts for family was something I was never actually any knowledge about. Yeah. I was like paying for my husband's aunts and uncles and giving them gifts. That's something that just kind of blew my mind. I was like, why, why am I giving them gifts? It's my wedding. Yeah. So. Well, I guess it all, do you find it reassuring though that, you know, that thousand or so people that come to the wedding are probably going to drop off envelopes and, and help pay for the I affair? hope so. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing about weddings that um, is kind of enviable in Korea is that, you know, usually in, in the U.S. or wherever, you, you tend to get blenders and Cuisinarts and yep. things like that, but uh, you actually get money towards defraying the costs of the wedding. Yep. And I think some people actually come out profitable yeah, like <laughs> on their wedding it. here in Korea, yeah. which is a good thing. As a, as a, you know, a new couple, you need a new start. Is the honeymoon a big deal for uh, Korean uh, people getting married? Do they go right away, Heyong, to their honeymoon? And, and is that part of the wedding planning or is that totally separate? It's a part of wedding planning, actually. Yeah? Yeah. And I think more and more people getting their budget to the honeymoon because they think it is reasonable. Yeah. Who do not want to expense their budget to the other ones, like yeah. showing people like fancy dress right. or great wedding hall? Yeah. So some people really uh, put their budget on the honeymoon, the biggest part. What kind of type of honeymoon is uh, popular among Koreans? Actually, about uh, years ago, they usually go watching many view like Hawaii yeah. or Maldives. Bali. Yeah, yeah, Bali. So they are want to they want to release themselves because they had really hard time in their wedding ceremony. Uh-huh. But these days, I imagine the stress yeah, is built up from yeah, the whole really wedding huge. planning process. Yeah. So by the time you reach the honeymoon, it's like uh, a huge burden off your yeah, shoulders. Right. Would a person from Hawaii go to Hawaii for their honeymoon? Um, definitely not. Definitely not. Okay. That would be me honeymooning with all my family. <laughs> okay. So do you know what you have in mind? Um, actually, we're just going to do a small honeymoon because of the time frame with work. That is a big factor with honeymoons in Korea is can you get off on vacation? Yeah. And so since I don't have much time off for vacation after, I... Pretty much, we'll just only go to Japan for a few days with my husband oh, and really? my parents. Oh, because it's their first time. So you are Korea. honeymooning with your family after uh, all. Well, kind of, but not really. <laughs> yeah. It's not, you know, hundreds of family members, just two. Hey, on wedding fairs are kind of a bigger deal nowadays, right? Yeah. Sort of one-stop shopping for all of the different services and products and things like that connected to a wedding. To what extent do wedding fairs uh, factor in in your work? Uh, you can browsing or the process of preparation of your wedding from honeymoon to dress mm-hmm. in the wedding fair. Mm-hmm. And uh, some wedding fair offers the corner that you can try on a wedding gown, which is the rare one in Korea. Yeah. So during the wedding fair, you can have a great opportunity to check your wedding style, but actually there is not many photography or wedding gown sellers, so okay. it is kind of uh, only small chance to look 
just part of wedding in Korea. So if you want to browse all the yeah. other things, you maybe you have to find wedding planner a wedding like planner, me. A, or, a very good yeah. self-advertisement <laughs> there. A wedding fair alone is not going to yeah. do it. You need a, you need a professional. Yeah. A professional like uh, Hyeyoung. When is peak wedding season in 2016 expected to be? Is that April or what? April and May. April and May yeah. is when it really happens, yeah. huh? Is that when yours is, Kalama? No, mine is in July. July? You that's... want those Hawaii temperatures, don't you? <gasps> Not really, but that's the only time I could get vacation. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, any tips for couples getting married, Hayoung, real briefly before we go? Mm. Be nice to the, the mother-in-law. That goes without saying. Yeah, yeah right. Um, is there any place where expenses tend to run away with you? Uh, maybe on the food or things uh, like that. Um, People don't really drink that much I at Korean dress, do they? Because the dress can be rented in Korea. The yeah, dress I, can be rented? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Most of most Koreans yeah. rent their, their wedding dress? Most yeah. foreigners buy it. From yeah, online. and then it sits up in the attic for mm-hmm. 50 years. Yes. Yeah, until maybe, you hand it down. Uh, maybe you can save budget in, like Coloma did. It's not the peak season. So yeah. many wedding her give their like about 30 or 15% off. If you're not in the peak season of yeah. April or May. Yeah. Okay, so that's a good tip. Yeah. If you really want to save a bit, uh, get married in late March. It's almost like April yeah, or early right. June. You'll get the same weather or and all that stuff. not this Saturday because most Korean like Saturday yeah. weddings. Just uh, Friday night or Sunday. Okay, yeah. alternative days of the week. Yeah. That's a good idea. Well, uh, Kalama Kaholu is a, uh expat in Korea who is getting married. Congratulations and Thank best you. of luck to you. And uh, Heong Yoon is a professional wedding planner. It's been a pleasure to speak to you both. Uh-huh. And we will go out from this little segment on a song by Yoon Jong Shin. It's called Kudeop Shinan Motara. Can't live without you, what the groom might say to the bride.